0: Shootcast, our round 12 review. Join me on the line and fresh off the Ticketek hotline looking for Taylor Swift tickets, Andrew Swain. Hello, Swainy. Ah, oh,
1: yeah. I'm a Swifty from way back, Berger. You caught me. <laughs> whos it? isn't? <laughs> Tay-Tay. You know, the, yeah. this is a fun fact, and this is actually a true story, mm. and I can't tell you what the actual song is because I don't know, but my wife and I danced our first dance at our wedding to a Taylor Swift song. Oh. to which I don't actually know the, the song. Well, she's
0: calling the tour the eras, so that might have been the first era of, of the Swift era. do you know what,
1: 2014 we got married, so maybe it was a second era maybe.
0: Yeah, all these kids, 13-year-old young girls and boys um, sitting on <laughs> by their laptops and their tablets and their parents <coughs> taking days off work. Mate, when I was 13 looking for a rock concert, I went down to the local CD shop and times have changed. Cascio was probably... Stuck by a uh, a record shop back in the day, weren't you? Cash the Beatles would have been, yeah, or maybe Beach Boys. You're more your vintage.
2: <laughs> well, you know, both are uh, both have a you know a certain amount of cultural significance, you could say. So, and obviously mm. Taylor Swift's got that uh, that things that sort are of happening now, but. Um, Yep. Smiley, so your, your missus obviously uh, doesn't listen to the podcast because you spilled your guts there. and It's, uh, it's probably a sackable offence almost, isn't it? It's,
1: you know what, Casho? I reckon if I asked her, she'd be hundreds to know the name of the song as well.
0: <laughs> mm, I think it's maybe um, It's a Love Story, wasn't it that one? It's
1: got to be that. Uh, no, well, it wasn't any of the ones that you'd actually think it might have been. It was, and okay. it was sung by her cousin, who's a beautiful oh. singer, so no. um it didn't have a the Taylor Swift sort of sound so it was oh. it was quite the um quite the occasion but also um you know with probably 15 coronas on board at the time I was mm. um I, I probably you know my dancing shoes were definitely there um uh, but I didn't know the name of the song
2: the fine would be also in the child uh, rearing years, the uh, you know your your grip on uh, popular culture tends to slip slip a bit. You're more concerned with sleep and um, and making sure everyone gets to uh, sports training and games on Saturday morning, aren't you? Exactly. That's very
0: true, Kasha. You do seem to miss a ten year gap of uh, culture. I don't know what's happened since uh, 2010, to be honest. But um, yeah, speaking of. Um, Big affairs. How was the luncheon last Friday, gents? Uh, so Golden Tonsils as MC. did uh, he do a pretty good job.
2: He did an excellent job, actually. He had um, Graham Bond, uh, Adam Ashley Cooper, and uh, the great Greg Clark there, and uh, they 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 were the panel and uh, had the room in absolute stitches. Uh, Very Swaney good. steered them around a fo- around the field like a good uh, like a good number ten, even though he is a second rower, and it was uh, it was a fantastic afternoon. Lots of stories, off to the pontoon bar afterwards, and I am reliably informed that uh, one of my mates um, woke up on the train over the Hawksby River on uh, on Friday night at some stage.
0: <laughs> yes, that's awesome. Oh, dear. Well, I had the Marlins lunch, and that was um, also a fun affair. We uh, we had Darren Coleman. He was... Uh, Very, very well-spoken, very well-received, I have to say. Very candid, very self-deprecating, you would say, but um, it was good. It was refreshing. A lot of people thought he'd give the usual spiel and, uh, you know, the the higher level, so to speak, but no, uh, DC called a spade a spade and um, it was really well-received. We also kicked on. I I had probably a 10- to 12-hour session uh, from lunch, as you do, and uh, one of my friends didn't quite miss the train, but he had a nice sleep – in his garden bed next to the garden gnome so uh (laughs) (laughs) this is what happens at
1: rugby lunches you get um you find yourself in all serious tangles don't you swanny oh things can go pear-shaped real quickly i I, uh post north's lunch ended up having a few um extra beverages with the great cam shepherd um and there as well and but there was yep. a few kicking on, and uh, I managed mate, to Cascio and away.
0: Shep. That's a pretty fearsome double with on the uh, Shiraz. <laughs>
2: there, I think Cam Shep is a bit more um, dangerous than my good self.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's very, <laughs> at this stage very of his true. Cascio, very true. Mm. But it was good to share a beer with you, mate, and uh, and then have a couple afterwards, and then slink away very stealthily afterwards.
0: Very good, very good, uh, Swaney, Quick commentary on the Super Rugby finals being gone. It was a really good game, really tight game, but um, Crusaders just showed their class. They're just they're just rugby dorks, aren't they? They just do those one percenters too well.
1: Yeah, it just uh, it just goes to show that you know they're the seven they're the seven in a row now. They yeah. won under Scott Robertson. It, it's, mm-hmm. it's sort of quite fearsome to think that he's going to take over the All Blacks now because he's just got the culture element right about it. Yeah. And- they just come to the party at the clutch time. Um, yeah, it's exactly what happened on on Saturday in the Super Rugby final. Um, they came up clutch, and you, you have to feel for the Chiefs, having lost one game all season to the Reds yep. of all, all teams, and then come up against the Crusaders, who are just so good at that in that finals um, you know situation. And they they came up with another victory. Fourteen time Super Rugby champions.
0: Yeah, pretty impressive. Um, it's a shame that Damien McKenzie uh, tried and stand. Uh, it was um, just one of those moments, you know. It's funny, like Chiefs seem to play the footy, but Crusaders just play the footy that wins games, don't they, Casho? Yeah,
2: it's it, it's all about field position, good kicking game, and Richie uh, Rich is, uh yeah. You know, there's probably not a not not a better bloke in the business to uh, mm. steer you around the field, but uh, when you consider also, boys, the uh, the injury toll that they had throughout the year, it's uh, it was quite an amazing effort. It just says something of, about the culture and um, you know, or uh, you know, the the you know the work ethic that uh, goes on there, and just this uh, uh, the place just seems to uh, create excellence, and that was uh, what we saw there on on Saturday. They. They know how to get out of difficult situations and I, I, I don't think it had too much to do with the refereeing of Ben O'Keefe, although he's, uh, he's copped a fair old serve uh, during the week uh, enough for Sanzar to uh, say, hang on, bo- hang on, people, this, this isn't the right thing to do.
0: No, it does seem that um, that stuff's just got out of hand with social media, unfortunately. Uh, it's, you uh, know, rugby certainly a game that likes to hold its values dearly and think in terms of some other sports uh, that it's a little bit further down the field. But unfortunately, there's a bit of toxicity around that final. And I think what Ben O'Keefe said in response was, was, um, was spot on. Um, referees shouldn't be immune to criticism, but they should be immune to uh, anything derogatory and personal and all that stuff's not on. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, um just uh segue before we also jump back into the club footy action, Swanee, the Wallaby squad was announced. Um mate, there were seventy two names in total. I was I was hanging by the radio, just in case <laughs> that I might have you know might have been half a chance. But wait, what is doing? Give us,
1: yeah, give us some well,
0: explanation as to why so many players were named.
1: Uh, it's a lot of names, isn't it? I, I, I tend to agree. I feel like it's too much. Obviously, Eddie's named his, you know, thirty three or whatever it was that, yeah, um, you know, is they're the, they're the first picked and then there was you know, utilities and guys not considered because they're injured and then train-on squad guys. Obviously, the train-on squad guys will play for Australia A and then, um, you know, a few a few games here and there and stand by, really, um, just in case there's any injuries, uh, which is going to happen, obviously. I, I, like, yeah. that will happen. Um, but, yeah, there was a couple of interesting names in there, wasn't there? Um, you know, the likes of Zane Nongor in the front row and yep. Tom Hooper as well in the second and back row. Like, They're two guys, probably Josh Kemeny as well. Um, you know, we've seen him in the shoot shield for Sydney Uni and, uh, and, and, you know, obviously at the Melbourne Rebels. They're probably three guys that you probably wouldn't have picked at the start of this year would be there. Mm-hmm. Um, so... You know, interesting to see how Eddie now plays his game. To me, the squad looks like a team that's going to kick long and then mm. defend hard. That's that's probably the game plan. Just looking at that squad,
0: yeah. And uh, yeah, listen, can I only no agree with you it.
2: there, Sweeney? I think uh, I think that's uh, going to be the way. And I think it's uh, I think if you you looked at that top fourteen final uh, a couple of weeks back, I think there's. Uh, there's a bit of a formula there that uh, Eddie reckons is uh, is, is going to work, and with uh, with big bodies, you know they uh, they need to be in the other half, don't they?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I I, um, I couldn't agree more there, Casho, and um, but, you know if he can keep a lot of those guys fit, like for example, another guy who's very lucky is Ben Donaldson, but we know that he's got a really long boot, so. Um you know he's a guy that you you'll kick long, and if he does that for Eddie he's doing you know a big part of his job
0: mm yeah it's uh interesting the whole backs forwards utilities injury rehab group slash train on squad i my head was spinning i uh ah <laughs> uh, uh, look uh, i don't uh, know it uh, maybe is it is it is it symptomatic of Australian rugby where we're out like lack a third tier? maybe trying to keep everyone keen and build a a high performance squad.
1: Yeah, I agree with you, Burge. There was a couple of times during the day that obviously the the, the team dropped at about 10.30 in the morning on Sunday Mm -hmm. and I I was watching, I was watching, looking at my phone, looking through the squad, watching Sports Sunday with, with Eddie on there and all that sort of stuff and then um a couple of times I was like, oh, what about that guy? And then I'd go to look through the squad and I couldn't find his name and then he'd be somewhere stuck down the bottom somewhere. Somewhere, like, oh, that's, yeah. That's where he is. And then, you know, another hour would pass and I'd be thinking about it and then I'd go, oh, where was so-and-so? Mm-hmm. And then I'd go back and look and, you know, <laughs> so it was one of those days where it was really hard to digest what was going on.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, it'd be interested to see if any of these guys um... – get some time in the club, Sam. We might talk about that in a moment. We might get uh, straight into the Shoot Shield action. Why don't we start with that game at Willara, Eastern Suburbs 35, Ringer 43. Rats notching up their third win of the season. They're on a roll, two in a row. Um, It was a game where defence was a little bit optional, but it was a terrific Ringer comeback and some awesome tries, Casho. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, certainly. I think uh, 43-35 was... An absolute try fest there at uh, at, at Wallara, and uh, East came out of the blocks really strongly. Uh, Johnny Vanderbilt, uh was doing some uh, some good stuff. Blake Dixon uh, scored scored a try, and uh, a, a couple of others uh, got uh, got over the strike uh, over the stripe, and they they were leading twenty one uh, five at one stage. But uh, obviously, what Mikey Riven uh, said at halftime, you know, turned things around and. Eventually, after uh, Ezra Chicam uh, had scored they were 31 uh, 28 ahead so and then from there it was a bit of uh, it was a bit of pickleball from there back and forward back and forward back and forward and the the, the rats eventually uh, eventually got there Christian Townsend I thought uh, did some good stuff for the uh, rats he sort of settled in at uh, number 10 and uh, mm. the enthusiasm the enthusiasm is back in uh, in Ben's Ben Mars uh, veins and he he did some good stuff there at uh, fullbacks, re- revving the boys up, and uh, it all in all it was uh, it was a good win for, uh, for, for for the Ratties.
0: Townsend did a great, uh, well, redemption try, I have to say, uh, Swaney There he threw a, a cutout pass to on No one on the bounce, and the Eastern Suburbs player ran away but Then uh, a few phases later, he scored a ninety metre runaway.
1: Yeah, oh, it was a cracker, wasn't it? There was some cracking yeah. tries in this game. Um, you know the. And, and you're right, Benny Mar was really pumping up his team. It was a um, sort of end-to-end affair. You know, you end up with close to close to 80 points um, in 80 minutes. It's uh, entertainment plus down there at, um, at Willara Oval. Yeah, East will be disappointed. That was one
0: game they uh, were probably targeting with a couple of their guns away with the 20s. Um bit of a disappointing uh, result for them because they're still trying to keep touch with the finals. They're out there, they, Cash. And I've heard through the grapevine that uh, Simon Nebane won't be there next
2: year. Oh, really? Is that the case? Uh, moving on to another opportunity, it'd be interesting to see uh, which, way the, uh, which way the beasties go, whether they, um, mm. whether they get someone from within again or yeah. whether they uh, do the worldwide search and find someone at Wallara.
0: Yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Let's talk about the game at Chatswood Oval. Um, Gordon have lost to Northern Suburbs. Gordon 19, Norse 30. Um, Now, Norse have broken the four-game ceiling. We talked about this uh, all year. First team to register five wins on the bounce. Um, And in doing so, they've won the Baxter Mortlock Trophy. Is that correct, Cash, or is that a different one when you're at Chatswood? No. Um, tell me about these things, mate.
2: They've, um, every time Norse and Gordon go around, the, the Baxter Mortlock Trophy's up for grabs. And I think okay. uh, I think Norse have, uh, have won it uh, twice this year, once at North Sydney Oval and uh, once again at, uh, at Chatswood Oval. So mm-hmm. always a, a very sweet day when you win at uh, Chatswood Oval against uh, very good opposition. So... Gordon the Highlanders got out of the box sort of like quite early. We're up uh, up twelve 0 at uh, at yep. one stage and uh, looking quite good. Uh, and I'm, I'm going to run into that uh, the grandstand in, in the second half. But uh, there was probably twenty minutes before half time where where Norse got themselves uh, back in the game and some uh, a nice try from Nathan Russell. James Morgan did some good stuff uh, down the right edge there with uh, with Seb Cameron and. Uh, they just uh, they just sort of pushed away from uh, from Gordon uh, Brady Lieber I thought uh, had, had had a really good game. Jude Gibbs was uh, once again first class and uh, uh, they were uh, they, they, they were very good but um, Tommy Horan, I thought uh, was uh, was good for the Highlanders and uh, all in all was uh, Norse in the end got out to about thirty to seven with about fifteen to go, and Gordon scored a couple of late tries to uh, to sort of make things a wee bit uncomfortable, but uh, at that 15 minutes to go mark, I think the game was pretty much uh, decided. So uh, they're able to get Hugh Sinclair on at uh, at uh, one stage during the second half because he was uh, playing with uh, limited minutes, and uh, we shall uh, see whether he's uh, puts his uh, puts his hand up for uh, for this uh, this coming week big game against Uni.
0: Excellent. Yeah, I thought um, Brody Lieber was excellent from, from uh, the parts of the match that I saw. He was excellent on ball. Um, and Seb Cameron had another field day out wide, Swanee.
1: Yeah, Seb Cameron. Isn't he a star? A couple of tries to him. Uh, it was yep. interesting. It was funny. On um, on for the Friday, I sat with Zach Beer at the lunch and, um, you know, there was all the talk was that Max Beery was going to be back playing at fullback for them on the weekend and then um, – I think he sort of just had a little, little bit of a niggle or something, and sort of word filtered through that he he wouldn't be playing, and he was like, "I'll oh, keep it to yourself." I'm thinking it'd be okay to tell this story now, given it didn't happen. Yeah. Um, but it, it then, you know, loose lips sink ships. I reckon half a dozen people came up to Zach while I was sitting next to him through the <laughs> afternoon, saying, "Now we hear that Max is out this after this evening tomorrow. Is that true?" And it was. It was very funny how the Chinese whispers went around the room. Um, it did, like it doesn't like. Oh, sorry to interject, Sweeney, but
0: even like it's disappointing when you know that a, a super player is coming back, but when you throw them in straight away, doesn't necessarily mean they're going to be the star. I mean, like Joey Walton played for Gordon on the weekend. And he had a had a you know pretty interesting sort of he had a tough day. You know, he's chasing down Seb Cameron all day. It takes a while to to embed yourself into a squad, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, oh, absolutely, absolutely. And you know, Whitney cherrington has been outstanding at fullback for Norths oh, yeah. in in yep. uh in Max's um, you know, absence. So, yeah, yep. you're absolutely right. It doesn't mean he's going to come out and, and um, absolutely kill it, but it was it was yep. just an interesting social observation uh, on the Friday <laughs> to to see how many people came up to Sack yeah <laughs> and, and it's try to uh, it's, it's funny
2: with this analogy boys that you're talking about There's there's a certain difference between shoot shield super rugby and then and then test footy isn't there and as yep. you sort of drip your way back down it can take you a couple of weeks just to get the timing right and all that sort mm. of stuff can't it mm. so yeah that's that's the that's the hard thing probably a w- little bit easier for the forwards and i think uh I think Max might have found, uh, you know, he 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 would have done well to uh, repeat the uh, the game that uh, Cherrington uh, had on the weekend, which I thought was pretty damn good.
1: Absolutely,
0: isn't it um, painful being a first grade coach? The annual lunch 20 you have got to sit there, not drink much, cop it from everyone, get interviewed, and go home. So,
1: oh, mate, it sucks. I, I... It sucks. I take my hat off to Zach Beer. It was his birthday as well, the poor bloke. So he's, he's sitting there. And and, and the the uh, the whole room yeah, it was it was quite and you know what, Zach Beer, an absolute gentleman. He sat there and he he nodded his head and he smiled and he copped every bit of criticism that came his way. Well it wasn't criticism mostly, it was just yeah. people trying to give them, you know, give him some advice and what have you and, and he smiled yep. and and, abs- and took it all in and you know, he probably took some of that advice on board. But it was, yeah, it was really interesting to sit and, and watch as a social observation.
2: <laughs> Different Burjo, isn't it, as a president? Because you can get a couple of wines on board after lunch oh. and start poking blokes in the chest with your index finger.
0: Can I tell you it's better as an ex-president? <laughs> yeah, <I bet. laughs> Now, um, enough of that. Uh, great win for Norse. Shoremen, uh sitting pretty. We'll talk about them. They're on top of the uh, comp. They've... Uh, They've got over their sort of, what you say, uh, not mid-season, but just, you know, a little bit of a wobble. Everyone's having a wobble. Talking about a team having a wobble at the moment. The Marlins, they've gone down to Hunter. The hoodoo is not over. Hunter, 18. Manly, 17. Manly's first loss at the Village Green. Oh, God. I was um, (laughs) on social media this week. uh, Some uh, gentleman out there asked who was going to win this game, and I said, Manly, to break the hoodoo. I have to say, I wasn't confident. I just had to say Manly to break the Hooter because surely the Hooter's got to come to an end at some point. Anyway, it didn't. It just feels like... I, it's, I'm not, not copping out here, but I feel like Hunter, a bad match for the Marlins. They just seem to have our measure. I mean, look, it was a tight game. Manly had an excellent start. Um, our goal kicking is really leading us down. It's got to be the worst in the comp. Um, we're just not putting points on the, the ball where we should you know we could have been out sort of 19 21 nil not the case you know sort of 10 nil then Hunter come back into it um they got a great pack it was a it was a ding dong battle i thought the scrums were were pretty even um hunter's forwards were were, were brilliant um and, mate, I got to see a few of them in the warm-up on the uh, tennis court side with my children. I worry we're going to get crushed. But, Jesus Christ, the size of the hunter pack <laughs> is absolutely frightening. Yeah. A couple of people watching them, come, watching them run out in the village green when were only 30 metres away. Jesus, some of their, their second row back rowers are massive.
2: Yeah. Um, I've, mentioned, I've mentioned this a couple of times about oh. how, the week after, a lot of teams really uh, stub their toe, don't they? They really they really go into a bit, a bit of a trough, and I think that's just the, the physical uh, effect of dealing with uh, the world's big humans.
0: Yeah, Arcee, Jones, Pulieva, Tawala, they're just monsters, and they were excellent. Um, expertly guided around by Connor Winchester. I thought Isaac Ulberg had a very, very good game. Um, yeah, Marlon's disappointed. The last two weeks against Uni and Hunter, they've been in the game, literally in the dying embers with tri-scoring opportunities and haven't been able to convert. Um, so a little bit frustrating for, for Manly, but take nothing away from Hunter, deserving of their victory. And um, they've solidified themselves at the moment, Cashew, in that top top two, top four type, type area.
2: Yeah, it's uh it's it's very tied up at uh off that uh in, in, in the upper echelons there. So uh mm-hmm. I think the uh the contenders go down to eight, nine, ten almost, don't they? So uh yep. you can probably only really discount probably two teams at this particular stage. Uh even West Harbor I think could uh rattle home a wee bit, couldn't they?
0: Yeah, yeah. For Manly, I thought um Aaron Blacklock's in a really good vein of form this year. He's been absolutely fantastic. Got a double. Um, Sal Ofengowe, son of Willy Ofengowe, had an eye-catching performance in the second row. Unfortunately, got sinusmosis towards the uh, end of the game. Barnabas was ever-present. Uh, again, he's unfortunately picking up a few penalties, but you know he's getting penalised three times, but he's making four or five turnovers as well. So it's um, a bit of a catch-22. And Manafatoa an- another good game. But um, Manly, at the moment, um, uh, hit badly with the injury stick. They got about twenty five injured players across the grades. Swanee, as you know, every club around Australia, it happens at some point.
1: Yeah, this is the uh, this is the part of the season as well that you know it's just we're getting into those we're just getting out of those dark days of June and into the darker days of July, and <laughs> um, it's uh, it yeah it becomes a real struggle, doesn't it? That the physio on a Monday or Tuesday night is working overtime. Um, trying to get people right for, you know, at least to run around on Thursday and then um, a game on <laughs> Saturday. And you're absolutely right. It, uh, it, every club goes through these little these little periods and it's, I guess it's Manly's turn.
0: Yeah, exactly right. All right, moving on to probably the team in form at the moment alongside uh, Norse. It's, it's got to be Ramwick. Uh, Ramwick 44, Uni 33 at Coogee Oval um uni started this one well but rambic like they have they're just so potent out wide uh ben dowling again absolutely sublime you know are scoring some amazing tries they're really um turning back the clock and uh so far no one's been able to wrap up those outside backs Casho.
2: no no certainly and uh if if there's a better player in the shoot shield at the moment than Ben Dowling, then uh, you know I, I I I don't know who it is, but uh, yep. he's absolutely on fire his confidence is absolutely uh, through the roof. Uh, you know that uh, that chip and regather uh, try that he that, that oh, he did yeah. uh, last week, and there was another one down down the left edge uh, in front of all those horrible uh, Ramek supporters who. Uh, <laughs> who <laughs> give you heaps when you're on the field you know down that uh, down that left edge uh, heading heading up towards uh Cougie and all that sort of stuff but uh, he's he's absolutely on fire but uh, some real good contributors um in the uh in the forwards for uh for rounding i thought uh, cormac Daly had had a good game nolan in the second row was uh, was pretty good benny houston uh did some really good stuff but uh, Union, I must admit, uh jumped out to a fourteen nil lead at uh one stage, yep. including yep. an absolutely uh, amazing intercept from uh from Henry Robinson and you know, the the, the ball seemed to be heading uh it was a double cut pass and he managed to uh pick it up uh virtually from the from the the, the fingertips of the uh you know, the the Ramwick attacker. So all in all a, a very good uh win for Ramwick against uh against Uni. So uh I think they picked up a, a couple of trophies including the uh uh the uh the uh, trophy which is the one being uh from um it just jumped out of my mind at that stage. <laughs>
0: hey, the, road the
2: road and cutler, is it?
0: No, no yes. what? Ramwick's got the road and cut no no, Uni's got the road and cutler, don't they? Well,
1: no, uni don't would, would have just given it to Ramwick. Oh ah,
2: yes, yes. Yeah,
0: but no, but it was at Ramick, so yeah,
1: that's no, right. It's know.
2: um only at home it,
0: you uh, have to defend, isn't it? Was so. it the was it the Eller or the Poitovan uh far Jones or something like that?
2: It could oh, have been know. the Checker Jones Shield, who knows?
0: <laughs> we don't know. It's a cutting edge uh program, this one on Shoot Shield. We're real experts <laughs> about who's won what, but um anyway, um really good game. I thought Cluny's Ross for uni was excellent again. Um just is everywhere and just such a mature hand for the students. Um, uni will be obviously disappointed. They uh, picked up a bonus point, but, um, I mean, there's no easy run time. I saw on Rugby News today they were projecting everyone's run home. They've, they've said Uni's arguably got the toughest, but I don't think any, anyone's got the toughest or the easiest. Every game's tough, but um, they do have work to do, Swanee.
1: Yeah, that's right. So what are they sitting, seventh? Um, yep. So they're, they're, but they're equal on points with Gordon. Um, yeah, I mean they're in danger of slipping out if they sort of drop any more going yeah, forward. Yeah, yeah.
2: So Listen to the run home. Norse away, two blues at home. Mm-hmm. 100 wildfires away. East yeah. at home. Eastwood, and then uh, and and then to finish off the uh, home and away. Gordon away. So full. Yeah. Uh,
0: now tell me, Cash, are you are hearing a bit of heavy artillery as
2: soon as this weekend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, some of the teams were announced uh I think early today and Lockie Swinton's uh amongst it there. And um I think they also had uh uh Dan Botha was uh was named there for uh uh for the uh the, the uni side. Tommy English uh on one of the wings as well and uh Simon Kel is uh is there in the centres again. And listen, what uh what, what a great uh uh regather and pass that he uh that he gave for that uh, that early try to Yeti. But
0: uh yeah mm. they're
2: uh, they're looking a bit more formidable, Yeti. And I think uh you know, it's not beyond them to uh to qualify really, is it?
0: Yeah, Lockie Swinton is not the play you want to see on the other side of the pitch there, Sweeney.
1: Oh no. no. Um, when you talk about abrasiveness and oh, aggression, okay. he's yep. the one guy. You know, I, I mean, he's got a reputation as a card magnet,
2: yep. but
1: also at this level, he can stand out and absolutely destroy, pummel you. So, yep. um, that's that's what I think opposition teams will be looking at, and yep. um, they won't be they won't be um, happy to see that. I don't think.
0: I remember my brother came off a semi final in about 2018, one of Rob Taylor's side, and it was Wilkin, Swinton, and a few of those guys. And he looked at me after the game he goes, They were big. <laughs> 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 it's just, he just said that, you know, for the average first grader, when you're playing against a pro, it's just like, shit. Yeah. They, they, were, yeah. Big. <laughs> they were big. Anyway, um, that happens. Um, all right. Um, Two games to go. Let's talk about the game. Unfortunately, I have not caught yet down at Foreshore. Swaney, you caught your eyes on this. South 12, West Harbour 31, a due victory for the Pirates. South, of course, will be disappointed. Uh, been a real learning year for them. But um, West and West Harbour, uh, given all their great efforts and unfortunately not many results, are well worth a victory.
1: Yeah, exactly It's you know it's about time they cracked it and, and and came cracked through for a win um you know they had uh James favor playing um he, you know he's played for Tonga um, and as he's been over in Italy as a medical joker he was back and um, there was some you know pretty good tries uh, to West Harbor early on callum circa um, scoring a good one I, I thought the um the battle up front was good um, cam or v tetra faulkner um, was good to see, but, and, and you know, West kept them scoreless for mm. two minutes of that game, it was 31 0. And, um, you know, so they, they're defensively, uh, are brilliant. They still haven't, um, in fact, I'm pretty sure they've still conceded the least points in yep. competition. Mm-hmm. So, you know, defensively, they go all right. Um, you know, they just, uh, They've just been a, a bit unlucky in a few you know in a few situations but yeah a, a due victory for for West Harbour.
2: Justin Masters i thought boys uh had a pretty handy game didn't he like he mm. was uh he was very evasive and uh with the the type of ball he was getting he uh had a bit of a field day he, uh scored scored one of the tries and i think uh i think laid on a, a, another so uh there yeah. uh, there's life there at uh at Concord
1: Yeah, he, had a, he was in a new position as well Had 13 on his back, which we don't normally see from Justin Masters. He normally plays in that back three. So um, getting him closer to the footy uh, and, you know, he, he, he certainly made it count.
0: Yeah, Southern Districts um, have probably firmed themselves now with Ringer's uh, newfound form as the new spoon favourites, Casho.
2: Yeah, unfortunately, I think, um, I think the, the quality of their defence early on or for probably the first 40 or 50 minutes sort of like underlined that fact that, uh, you know, they, uh, they could have an off-season of uh, reflection, one could say.
0: Yep, absolutely. All right, final game of the round. Probably the big statement of the round um, has got to be the big win at the Eric Western Sydney, two Blues, 60. Eastwood, 28. Just when we thought Eastwood were the the new super team, Um, the two Blues have come out and absolutely pulverised them. I watched this game. I watched most of it. Um, The two Blues were absolutely fantastic on one end of of the spectrum. And I have to say, Kasia, Eastwood's defence was absolutely feeble. I don't know it, what happened. You, uh, maybe maybe read too many too many rugby news articles during the week.
2: It certainly wasn't uh, of first grade standard. Uh, no, you know, a couple of the tries I noticed uh, Eastwood players jogging, joy almost joyfully next to people that were uh, that, that were racing for the try line. It was just it was, bad. It was certainly not up to standard and. uh Ben no. Batch is known for, uh, for for having the odd, uh, the blow-up, and uh, I'm sure there was one at half-time. I'm sure yeah. there was one after the game, and I'm sure there was one on Monday night, and then he probably would have put it away for the rest of the week and not talked to them.
0: Yeah, it was um, it was bizarre, but I guess once that two-blues side gets going, um, uh, yeah, it's, they're pretty fearsome, Swanee. we've been We've been... We've been foreshadowing uh, a performance like this all season, haven't we?
1: Yeah, absolutely. It wasn't it wonderful watching so Big Naman and Dolos playing, right? He oh. he's almost like a puppet master. He he didn't you know, he touched the ball a few times, put some big runs in and which is what he does, but yeah. It was like it was like they he kind of he threw the, the, the bait in and mm. he was just able to to put other guys away and I tell you what, the two Suez Suez brothers um, in nine and ten, they are outstanding as a combination. They um, are. I, I uh, had the privilege of chatting to Reese on Clubland this week, and mate, he is a smiling assassin. This kid, like he, he's um, obviously a bit younger than his than his older brother, um, who plays nine, Riloy, um But he's he's just got this big, you know, goofy smile on his face, um, and and just. They just tear the place up, so it's yeah. um, it's it's great to watch. They they're an entertaining team to watch. You know, when they're in their when they're you know bring their 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 A game, and they certainly did that against Eastwood. It was awesome to watch.
2: What they've done is they've figured out how to use the money in some form or other. Mm. Uh, in in the game that I saw them play against North at North City Oval, he was pretty much isolated, which says something about the way Norse played, but. Uh, uh, against Eastwood. He was uh, bobbing up in the centres. He was uh, running it from uh, fr- from the back and, as you say, a bit of a pop, pop, puppet master and uh, laid on a number of good tries, didn't he?
0: Mm, I thought um, the uh, two-blues hooker, uh, Fonda Khalifi, had an absolutely fantastic game. He's got play written all over him, in my opinion, Sweeney.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, there's a few guys in that team that, um, could definitely take the next step, uh, yeah. And, and you, you'd hope that they are looking at those guys because you know the program they've got running out there now um, for first grade is uh, it's starting to it's starting to come good. It is, and
0: they're certainly in touch, touching distance of the uh, finals. Let's have a look at the ladder. Um, northern suburbs out and top by a solitary point over the wildfires. Ramick in third. Manly in fourth, Eastwood and Gordon rounding out the six. Um, Uni are level points with Gordon, but behind on points difference. Um, followed by the two blues in 33. I'm prepared now to put a line through West East, Ringer and South. with so that 10 point gap, Casio, what do you think?
2: Yeah, I, I, I think with uh, what, six games to go, I think that's, yeah. uh, that's yeah. too much. Uh, a lot of things have got to go. And, uh, yeah. There's got to be, a, a, you know, a concerted push towards the finals for any of those teams, whether it's uh, West East or Warringah and South are obviously uh, way out of the picture.
0: Yeah, it's going to be fascinating. There's some great articles on uh, rugby news at the moment. Uh, looking forward to uh, some of the big clashes to come. They don't get much bigger than some of the clashes this weekend. Eastwood taking on Gordon, um, Manly taking on ramick Norse taking on uni. Jeez, there's three absolute <laughs> yeah, belters.
1: That is three big ones.
0: <laughs> two, <laughs> two, two blues taking on South. West Harbour taking on uh, Eastern Suburbs. And the wildfires at home to the rats. So I've got the privilege of hosting the uh, Manly 1983 grand final team on Saturday. They uh, won a very famous premiership uh, against the ramic side that had won five grand finals where all the Ella brothers were playing. And... Uh, Alan Jones was the coach. Steve Williams was captain. I'm emceeing a lunch before that one, so I'm looking forward to taking them down to Manly Oval after lunch, Casho. Uh, you got Jonesy there at the,
2: at the lunch? Is oh, he oh, uh, coming along? Oh, I'm interviewing him, yes.
0: Lovely,
1: mate, right? lovely.
0: I won't, won't be able to take the microphone off him, though, Swanee.
1: Oh, mate, um, you know you you know better than anyone. Just give the microphone to Alan and let him go. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Exactly. Right. <laughs> Hopefully that spurs the Marlins on to a win because that is actually uh, Roundwick one, Manly two in the club champs. But uh, will be a big test uh, on Saturday for Manly. But now
2: Virgil, um, your uh, your sports jacket you're wearing on um, on Saturday to MC this lunch is it? Yeah. Uh, is it teal? The because went- Alan, Alan loves those shades, particularly the <laughs> teal shade.
0: There's No. Politics and manly. All I know about my sports jacket is it going to the dry cleaner after last Friday. <laughs> all right, boys. Well, you guys have a fabulous uh, end of your week. I can uh, report that the um, Karen Ashes score is uh, none for fourteen. So a good start there, Sweeney.
1: Yeah, very good start. I shall be up all night watching it. Good, good night to you, gents, and good night to my uh, my wife. I'm going to be sitting on the couch for the rest of the evening. <laughs> Beautiful pun out of ice cream. Uh, mate, I, you know what? I, I snuck by Woolworths this evening and I've got five days worth of snacks um, hidden in the pantry up in the in the top corner. Um, oh. No one knows it's there. Uh, it's <laughs> going to start with a block of uh, fruit and nut, Cadbury fruit and nut.
0: Oh, fruit and nut. Excellent. And uh, Kasia, you get a little uh, bit of cricket in before uh, time for bed, mate, surely.
1: Well, yeah, that's right.
2: I'll I'll put the egg bits on. I'll have a bit of rum and raisin, and um, you know, a bit of ne- Neapolitan ice cream. Beautiful.
0: <laughs> Sounds good to me. All right, boys. I'll catch you next week.
1: <laughs> See ya.